Today's program is brought to you by Magic Mind, the world's first productivity drink. Well, that's a bold claim, but this is a bold drink that fits all its essential ingredients into a two-ounce shot. Proven ingredients like lion's mane for memory elasticity, cordyceps mushrooms for natural energy, and essential hormones like vitamin D3. Did you know that roughly 80% of Americans are vitamin D deficient? Another reason to make Magic Mind a part of your morning routine or evening, I don't judge. Whatever you do at night is your business. Just make Magic Mind a part of it. Now here's some things they asked me to say. A two ounce shot gives you five to seven hours of sustainable productivity. Our magical combinations of 12 active ingredients, including nootropics and adaptogens, is scientifically designed by experts to improve energy, focus, mood, productivity, and decrease stress. Carbon Neutral USA startup based in Silicon Valley, so far we've helped over 5,000 people with procrastination, fatigue, brain fog, ADD, and much more. More info can be learned at magicmind.co slash learn and at magicmind on Instagram. 10% off if you enter your email plus additional discounts if you get a subscription. Once again, magicmind.co. Try it for two weeks and feel the difference for yourself. To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. No, I probably had COVID like 74 times. I have no clue and I don't care. Everybody liked Blanche. Because Blanche was a pig who took it in the ass. Did you smell your poop? Did you learn anything? Did you read about the dog story? What the f*** is my ex-girlfriend who I despise calling me? A lot to blame on the news. It's a lot to blame on Anthony Fauci, that Italian leprechaun. Almost like it never existed, but it fucking did. So do me a favor. Go f*** yourself. JayHairPositiveSarcasm.com Recorded here from the Snowy Spare Parts Studio Like, subscribe, share, donate PositiveSarcasm.com Slash donate Any amount is appreciated This episode is brought to you by Magic Mind Go to MagicMind.co Slash learn For more information Try for two weeks and feel the difference for yourself Hell, try for one day uh, still got a few more left, but anyways, magicmind.co slash learn for more information. I actually made the empty bottle, the angel, on top of my Christmas tree behind me. Speaking of what's behind me, I used to be a big nutcracker, <laughs> nutcracker collector when I was a child. I would have, I had little ones, I had little, I had little ones, with like, his name was like Pepe, and it tell you like, the year that I got him, and then... Yeah, the year that I got him and his name underneath, I would write it. So I had little tiny ones, and then I had, like, huge nutcrackers, like, big ones, like, that were about, like, I don't know, like, 16 inches tall. Then I had one that was, like, half the size of me. I had all different types. I had a baseball player one. I had sailors. I had army men. I had, like, a, 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 what do you call it, like, a timber, you know, timber cutter, a wood cutter type guy. I had, it was just cool. I mean, they were, they were cheap. I mean, per se, because most of them were made in, like, most nutcrackers that you see, like, regular stores are made in China. Um, but it was just a hobby. It's, like, something I had. It looks cool. It looks cool on mantle pieces. It's, it's like, a little thing, little thing of art. And it was cool to, like, have those. I don't know. It was just something from my childhood that I always had. I lost all that, like, back in, uh, like, 2014. Like, I lost a ton of stuff in my life. And most of it I didn't get back, unfortunately. Um, but I did, you know, starting little collections here and there, and I got a couple 
um, that are out of frame that you can't see. And then I got this guy yesterday. That is Ebenezer Scrooge. Um, that is an actual Steinbeck. Um, it's an actual Steinbeck nutcracker. Which is these things are made in Europe. Uh, Steinbeck is known for making theirs in Germany, handcrafted, limited runs, um, limited editions. So the one I got behind me, it's all decked out in detail. It comes with its own little stopwatch or its own little like hand pocket watch. Um, I put my father's on there, his uh, pocket watch on there, and it's it's gorgeous. It has so much detail. It's absolutely beautiful. It's made in Germany. Um, you know, right now the only good thing that's coming out of Germany right now is Electric Cowboy, um, and and Lord of the Lost, excuse me. But besides that, the, it's an absolutely beautiful thing. I look forward to doing more. If you have more information, I believe it's Steinbeck.com, or just look for Steinbeck uh, Nutcrackers. It's just to look at the collection. It's absolutely beautiful. But um, you know, I got the Christmas tree behind me. It's a Christmas tree I literally ripped right out of the ground and put a bunch of stars and balls on, and uh, I put the Magic Mind uh, drink on top as like an angel so once again if you want if you want to look back at cool nutcrackers go ahead and check out steinbeck nutcrackers if you want to uh get a uh, if you want to you know make your brain better and more energized during the day go to magicmind.co slash learn for more information they actually just came out with a new formula um bigger better faster it's like a little shot like like the little nutcrackers I used to own. That's a little shot. The only recommendation I have is make sure you eat food before you take the drink. So have your caffeine, drink your food, drink your drink your food, and eat your magic mind. Don't forget to eat your magic mind today. Magicmind.co slash learn for more information. Try it for two weeks. Feel the difference for yourself. If you also want new stocks, um, go to – if you want free stocks, use my affiliate link in the description down below. Weeble. Um, I just use Weeble. I don't use FTX because they don't exist anymore. Um, but, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I never did use them. So go to uh, use my affiliate link, deposit your money, you'll get free stocks, and then I'll get free stocks. Do you want to keep those free stocks right now? That's a very good question. My thoughts are probably not. Am I a licensed person in the in the hand in the trade of stocks and bonds and mutual funds and all that? Nope, not even close. I am not a financial advisor. I am not a licensed professional advisor. However, I can tell you this, I don't own shit right now except for a little retirement account I'm working on. Everything else I ripped out because I have bigger dreams uh, coming up in the next year that I'm working towards. And I don't want – you think, oh, now is the time to buy. Market's plummeting. Not yet. Not even close. I'm going to wait till like Q3, Q4 of, uh, of next year um, to touch anything, to do anything. Because I think there's going to be a lot more pain coming from the research I've done. There's a lot of pain. I'm buying shit. So I'm not touching any of that. But if you want to get started and make yourself some quick back gas money, use the affiliate link in the description down below. Now, getting on with it. Get on with it. First of all, what the fuck is up with my Substack? I literally, it was working great. I did all the things I was supposed to. It was approved. My feed was rolling for the podcast. This podcast is available where wherever podcasts are available, including Substack. But... Now it's like I don't know what's going on. Like I subscribed to it, my RSS feed went through the roof, and it's like cool, maybe more people are listening. Um, and then, I mean, that's how Magic Mind found me. Not through Substack though. At least I don't think it is. Um, and then, all of a sudden, like in October, it just stopped like feeding it. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I sent an e I sent an email over to Substack. They haven't gotten back to me. 
So I'm like, great. So maybe I don't know if I should just like delete the fucking feed and start all over again. But this this is not something I should have to run into when I'm applying the RSS feed to. And I, I, it didn't happen with Spotify. It didn't happen with uh, with Apple because Apple feeds pretty much all of it. That's where it all started. No, it starts with Squarespace. Squarespace basically uh, my website feeds everything else. The RSS feed goes out. It attaches to Apple Podcasts. It attaches to Stitcher. It attaches to um, Spotify using their own setup. And then out it goes. And Substack was no different. Then it just stopped working. So people who are listening through Substack, I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on right now. No idea. Um, So, yeah, I I, I don't. I have no fucking idea. Um, When am I going to find out? I don't know. Uh, maybe they'll get back to me in the next couple days or something to that effect, but I don't count on it anytime soon. So maybe what I'll do is I'll just remove, rip everything out of there, start the feed all over again, add it in, see what, see, and see how it attaches. I tried doing it again, but I don't, I don't know. Or maybe, I, I don't know. You know, I don't claim to be a genius when it comes to computers. I just know how to get shit rolling in a short, in a short-term basis and use what I got available to me. But sometimes, man, this podcast stuff really does throw me for a loop. Um, so there is that take that to take that into account. I will get the the Substack feed up um, as soon as possible, and then get this train rolling where everything is stable. In the meantime, uh, I yeah, like I said, I'm officially moved over from to Rumble and Facebook.com/slash/POSSarcasm, and I'm no longer on uh, the podcast is no longer on YouTube. Um, so there is that. I mean, the 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 channel's still there, but you should got you should have got the hint. Um, so there you go. Uh, the let me get a sip of water here. I want to kind of change. This is the break in the action right now. The hell was that? Oh, I don't care. Anyways, so much news. So much news. I know we got the 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 stock trading scandal, the crypto thing. We got it's. We we have the Twitter leaks. We've got I mean, so we got what, what else we have? So FTX. We'll just run down. FTX is done. Under. Okay. Bitcoin's at like sixteen thousand. All other crypto tradings they're down five percent, ten percent. So crypto's fucked. FT, uh, FTX is fucked. Binance is on its way out. Other uh, ex- uh, central exchanges are about to go bankrupt, about to fail completely. We have the Twitter files, part six, part seven, part eight. I mean, it's turning into a fucking Star Wars saga at this point. We have uh, the FBI, apparently. Um, well, as we know, the federal government was basically hand in hand with social media, or at least according to, or at least in Twitter. We have the evidence that it was in cahoots with Twitter, censoring, suggesting, banning people, um, feed getting information from Twitter, possibly to investigate or whatnot, or put them on some type of terrorist or extremist watch list. So Twitter, the uh, the pre-Elon Twitter, and the current federal government were in cahoots, talking to one another. Trust and safety, the censorship board, it was all there. They lied to us. What else is new? The federal government lied to us, and they continue to lie to us about all that. So if you want to go check that out, Meet Kevin is looking uh, – Is uh, Meet Kevin on YouTube has the infor- – has the, the, uh, he's de- deciphering everything that was going on. But the release came between Elon Musk, his Twitter, and Matt Taibbi, the journalist you can find on Substack, actually. So Matt Taibbi is k- getting the scoop and essentially running with it. Um, 
If you, if you don't know who Matt Taibbi is, I strongly suggest you look him up. He's one of the best freelance journalists out there at this time. Um, he's not he's he's not bought and paid for, thankfully. So that is going on right now. Everybody's piling uh, everybody's piling on Jennifer Lawrence for the stupid shit that she said. If you don't know who Jennifer Lawrence is, uh, I'll give you a quick. Primrose Everdeen. There she is. I volunteer. I volunteer. I volunteer as tribute. There you go. See? She volunteers as tribute. Now, what movie is that from? That's from The Hunger Games. So, um... Uh, I believe we have a volunteer. Yeah. Uh, she apparently, um... You need to get out of here. You need to get out of here. Yeah, she needs to get out of here. Go find she, uh, apparently said a few things about, um, claiming to be the first, uh, female action star in, uh, in a lead role. Mm. Mm, cringeworthy. First of all, anything that Variety or Extra does is all cringeworthy. The uh, now the Hunger Games was it a, was the good movie was the first movie good? It was good. I mean the first like 25 minutes was quite the build up, even though it was kind of a rip off of uh, um, that battle royale movie from Japan. That's all we do is rip shit off nowadays. Rip shit off, we fucking whitewash it, and that's pretty much it. Sometimes it's good to do that. Sometimes it's good to whitewash it because it just needs to appeal to a massive audience. Don't take that the wrong way. I'm just saying, just trying to genericify it. Ge- you know. Um, so, the Battle Royale movie was supposedly way better than anything that the Hunger Games came out with. But that's besides the point. We're just talking about better. She wasn't the first email Vanilla Action Store star. I mean, if you watch the variety thing, it's basically just her and Viola Davis talking about Viola Davis talking about her struggles and all that other bullshit, and then. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence with her struggles and all the other bullshit, and it was just a fucking whimper fest. And then apparently somewhere in there, she went on this dumbass diatribe about um, her being the uh, first female action star in a lead role that people could attach to. And it's like, oh, great, you said that. I I hope you're right, because there's only one problem. Um, There's this bitch. from her you bitch that is sigourney weaver sigourney weaver started a series called alien back in the late 1970s it started off as a horror movie um and basically throughout the movie she be- essentially the twist was is when the the lead male character in the movie dies um she essentially becomes all that's left in the second movie, the second movie was directed by James Cameron, a man who believes that testosterone is a toxin that needs to be flushed out of the body. Says the guy who pretty much tries to fuck every single uh, female co-star that he can possibly get his hands on. Um, so there is this issue of if Jennifer Lawrence is right. And no, she's not. She's fucking dead wrong. But what do you expect? What do you exp- – I mean – Pile on her all day long, but what do you expect dumb Hollywood stars to say? Do you think Brad Pitt's a fucking genius? No, Brad Pitt's a good-looking guy who happens to be an idiot. Um, And Jennifer Lawrence is no different. She's dumb, too. Viola Davis, she's probably not that fucking bright. They're in their own little, they're in their own little, you know, uh, bubble. And and they they don't live for themselves. They just absorb the role of somebody else. And then some acting coach teaches them how to cry. They don't 
have. They're not real people is what I'm trying to sell. People tell me, oh, they're people too. No, they're not. Jimmy Kimmel is not a real person. He's basically bought and paid for, and apparently they, I don't know, they maybe have some sex tape that they're holding over his head or something of that nature, but everything that comes out of his mouth, he honestly doesn't believe. He on, Or he's just so fucking naive. But here's the thing is that the Jennifer Lawrence doesn't – she's just a drop in the bucket compared to um, all the other dumb shit that, that celebrities say. You know? I mean if you want to talk about dumb people, Jennifer Lawrence doesn't even take the cake to Alyssa Milano. Okay? The biggest crybaby on Twitter. So if, if you – this is, I mean, this is going to be over and done with by uh, probably next week. She said she was the lead. There, you know, she didn't. She basically said, essentially erasing all the female action. You had Angelina Jolie, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and Salt. You have Sigourney Weaver, who is in Aliens, Alien 3, uh, Alien Resurrection. You have Linda Hamilton, who was literally the, the key to everything in the Terminator franchise. A dude had to come back in time in order to fuck her, in order to save the world. That was the whole point of the movie. It was a cyber war, a giant war. An artificial intelligence blew up the world because it saw us as irrelevant and in the way of its own goals and then tried to enslave mankind. And then all of a sudden this man, John Connor, rose up and led the resistance to take out the freaking machines. But for some reason, another I mean, the machines learned how to build a time machine. They sent a Terminator back in time to kill the leader of the resistance. So what we did was we sent a dude back in time to kill the machine. And the guy we sent back in time, Kyle Reese, ended up fucking Sarah Connor and making John Connor. And what happens at the end of the movie? She ends up killing the Terminator. And in Terminator 2, she becomes this fucking badass with a machine gun and just try and tries to take out the guy who invented Skynet before he even before Skynet even goes online. She was a badass. Linda Hamilton was a total badass. Now was she the lead in the role? But no, she was absolutely critical and pivotal to everything that takes place. Now sadly the mo- the Terminator franchise is completely ruined by just, you know, all by publishing studios and all that other bullshit. And an older James Cameron who's so fucking avatared right now. He's gone full avatared. Um, he can't do anything else. He doesn't know how to make anything else. So, I expect stupid comments from people like Jennifer Lawrence and and, and Vi- Viola Davis and uh, Brad Pitt. And, but they, I mean, they just don't stop. I mean, this doesn't take the cake. And listen, Lana, that doesn't take the cake from the shit that I mean. Sean Penn is is spewing out of the fucking mouth because he's talking about vaccinated people as they're fucking criminals. You know, I, I got, I got, where's my clip right here? Here we go. Have an opportunity request that only vaccinated audiences have an opportunity to see this theatrically. It's a very, it's rare these days to have something that is exclusively theatrical. You know, eventually it will stream. Um, and that's a better time for the unvaccinated to see it, uh, th- though I think I'll probably offend them out of that choice. With, with something like this, you can't go around pointing a gun in somebody's face, which is what it is when people are unvaccinated. Okay, so basically the unvaccinated should uh, – he also mentioned in another article that um, 
his uh, the unvaccinated that's a criminal offense like we're just i mean the guy is so I, I, he's so fucking naive but the shit he is saying is far worse far worse than anything jennifer i mean granted yeah she basically treated former co-star i mean she obviously doesn't understand anything about um uh what do you call it uh, cinema prior to her which i would expect from somebody as fucking dumb as her i really would but the things that sean penn says are are, are above and beyond it's like listen i get it you're uh, uh Lauren, jennifer lawrence you're not, you say you're not that bright. You've said it on multiple occasions. You're not that stupid. So when you're put on the spot, you obviously uh, fall under the you 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 fall flat on your face. Maybe just don't do any interviews. You don't have to do press, or you can just say in your thing you only want to talk about the movie. You don't want to talk about your family, which I will respect. I don't want to say anything about your kids. I don't want to say anything about your husband who's an art dealer. I don't want to say anything about that. It's just your dumb comments. But everybody else has clearly gotten to you, and the message, the point has been made you got the point you want you know who sigourney weaver and lyndon hamilton and angelina jolie are you figured it out okay so point proven i don't need to beat on you anymore there are plenty of other people like i said sean penn who's an absolute moron just is is is, is the things he's saying are insightful obviously you guys work together but you guys have such a great relationship sean tell me about like working with and directing your daughter i imagine that's one of those like memorable standout ex sorry experiences to actually see that she was shut up i love it it turned out incredible now separate aside from from this project you guys have been really busy i mean sean you've You've been, you know, working tirelessly with, you know, helping on COVID testing, vaccination sites. What goes through your mind when you hear a lot of the anti-vaccine rhetoric? Okay, leading question, but go on. Um, it, it's it's a cowardice of conviction. I, I think that it is an unwillingness to I'm a coward. engage in a culture of common sense uh, that at this point... Culture of common sense, taking an experimental medication where I'm perfectly healthy. Okay, let's keep going. It seems criminal to me, actually. I, I really feel that... Okay, I'm a felon. I'm a federal felon. Um, that, that, that if someone chooses not to be vaccinated, that they should choose to stay home, not go to work, not have a job. These are, you know, as, as long as we're all paying for these streets, we got to ride safely on them. And so I'm just hopeful that the mindset will change. And it started, we know that it, this really started with leadership voids. And now I think that there are some examples of leadership that are being helpful with it. Uh, but we really got to get everyone else, every, every, everybody on the same page. And I think the CDC should be much more clear. Thank you. for. Yep, that's great. Everything you say is bullshit. So you're thinking that the CDC should have more of a role in, as far as making policy in the federal government. You think that people like me are a fucking criminal. Now, here's the thing. Like Jennifer Lawrence is young. She's much younger. Okay, so the amount of shit that she said that is stupid is far smaller. Okay, she's got a much shorter span of dummery. Okay. But people like Alyssa Milano, people like Sean Penn, they've been in the business for decades. They've been in the business for decades. The amount of shit that they've said is stupid. And they never back down. They never back down because they don't go outside their bubble. 
You think and you and everything you say is based on evidence that is no longer supported. So I get it. You're you're an idiot. That's that's fine. So you're you you yourself are spreading misinformation and you are inciting basically people people like me or others. Oh, stay home. Stay home. Don't go to work. Don't go out. Okay, fine. Nurses who got fired in New York City. Um, firefighters who got fired for being unvaccinated in New York City. Police officers. So they should all just stay home. So they're going to stay home and what? How are they going to pay for their mortgage? How are they going to pay for their car? How are they going to pay for their kids? Well, fuck them kids. Basically, just take that uh, that 20% of the population, 30% of the population, I don't know, that hasn't gotten any things stuck in their arm and just cast them aside. Basically, the shit that Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo were saying about eight months ago. Can't go to work. Can't go to church. Can't go grocery shopping. Can't do anything. You're just dumb people. You are criminals. We should leave them behind. You're still spouting that because you're still stuck in your dumb bubble. Because you're a dumb person. You don't do anything other than make movies. Okay? You go to places like Ukraine and you fucking treat the, uh, the president there like he's a saint. No president is a saint. None. None. No leader has ever been a saint. And as time goes on, they only get more and more corrupt because more power is given to them over time. Never taken away. And you live you live in areas where you just people just agree with you. Nobody ever calls you out on your bullshit because God forbid anybody ever a a, a, a fucking upset the almighty Sean Penn and the things he does. The guy has met with leaders who are even more disgusting than the ones we've had over the past several years. He gave a fucking Oscar to Vladimir Zelensky. What does... What kind kind of fucking self-righteous bullshit is that? What does that accomplish? Nothing. These people get on TV, they get on and they they spew their garbage... And and they don't real they don't realize how fucking stupid they sound. I mean, Jesus Christ! I have an unscripted show with not a lot of listeners, but Jesus Christ, do is is it really come to the point where I have done more reading and more research and say st- less stupid shit than some of our biggest celebrities? If it comes to that. Well, apparently it has. Apparently I'm smarter and more closer to being a doctor than any of these idiots out there. Apparently I know more about health and wellness and a better lifestyle than any of these people on TV or any fucking family physician out there. Has it really come to that? People are so backed into a corner. They just want to stay in their echo chambers and do – and um, look, I get it. People chose to do this, chose to do that. That's their own choice. Your choice, it, it's you're not pushing. You're only pushing me into a corner when you say you have to do something or else. That's when I just take logic or all nutritional advice. Or that's what's like. No, you have to do this. You can only eat fish. Well, I want to eat beef. No, you have to do this. You have to eat vegetarian. Well, I don't want to eat vegetarian. You have to take this thing, or you're going to lose this job. Oh, so now you're telling me how to live my life. Well, that's when I become. That's when you you. The negotiating stops. 
That's when you start backing people into a corner and people start becoming more hostile. And people start becoming like, well, I'm just not going to fucking listen to you at all. And if you come for me, you're basically just going to uh, rile me up. And this is, this is the dumb shit that people like Sean Penn spew, people like Alyssa Milano spew, people that should have learned a thing or two over the past fucking, I don't know, 30, 40 years of being in the business. I mean, do you wake up every morning and read the New York Times and go, oh, they still agree with me. I still agree with them. Carry on with the day. You people suck. Is there more to this? Um, there, I haven't had a chance to get this, but I wanted to talk about this. If you guys don't know who Tim Robbins is, Tim Robbins is a guy who said a lot of stupid shit, um, in his life. He, like Sean Penn, like Jennifer Lawrence, are, was incredible actors. They're all incredible actors. Tim Robbins, no exception. He did the same thing. He demonized people. He said the unvaccinated were garbage. He's been a protester all his life. Anti-war, anti-this, anti-that. But apparently somewhere along the way, he saw the light. He apparently like figured it out. That something was up. Something wasn't right. And I think when he started to see people turning on each other, family members, communities, coworkers, something clicked in his head. Apparently something got through. And there's he talked about it. He talked about it. There's a big-ass article about it. I have it here. Um, so apparently, I mean, the headline is, we'll leave that aside for now. But apparently, he's apologizing. Well, it's like, okay, if you're going to apologize to me wholeheartedly, I'm going to at least listen. Um, if I, I get it. I mean, people directly in my life, it's like, oh, pfft. There's only a couple people that could apologize to me, and I still won't fucking listen to them. But this is different. This is this is a Hollywood actor who's spouted the same bullshit that everybody else has in the past several years, especially. But apparently, he changed his tune. So I'm gonna read a little bit of this and see what is this this one or is it this one? So this is the actual. This is the new. This is also by Matt Taibbi. This was October 26th. Matt Taibbi is the one who dropped all the Twitter files. He got them from Elon Musk, and he released them to the public. Matt Taibbi also did this TK News with Tim Robbins. So let's dive into it. Tim Robbins and the Lost Art of... Let me get the article monitor up. Sorry. Star of films like The Player, Bull Durham, opens out about two tough years of pandemic politics, worries society is purposely phasing out the common meeting space. Okay, so Tim Robbins was like everybody else, suddenly having more both more time to think, more unpleasant things to think about. Among other things, as the leader of the Actors Gang Theater Company, Robin had to though, work living in a world of maintained long-term isolation might mean. What if people no longer were no longer forced into contact with one another? I won. Okay, him talking. I wondered, what happens when you eliminate the water cooler conversation? Would we miss that difficult conversation with someone who's not one of your friends, but a coworker and a human being who's saying something that is not the way you see the world, but he's right when you have to hear, but he's right there and you have to hear it. Um, Robbins felt we might because confronting a, li a live human being forces people to use parts of their brain. The internet encourages them to bypass Robbins. When you eliminate the conversation and everything goes into isolation and has their own little silos of thought, 
that's incredibly dangerous for society because now you're isolated to the point where you're no longer having any kind of discussion. He worries. You'll just have that little room you go into where everyone agrees with you and we all say, fuck those other people. Um, Sean Penn, basically. Uh, let's see. Years later, the Oscar-winning actor known for his liberal – he's a left – lefty type of guy he's an advocate he finds his thinking has shifted in significant ways in part this is because the entertainment business remains mired in high vigilance mode when it comes to pandemic restrictions ice cube turned down a uh he lost out on a 30 million dollar gig because he won't get jabbed perfect example um also to, uh, you know sean penn demanded that like his entire crew and everybody who showed up to help direct the film they had to be jabbed as well uh, the entertainment business, yeah, blah, 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 with Omerta still hovering over vaccine-related questions. Robbins uh, himself was with the program early, which he now seems to regret. Quote, I was guilty of everything that I came to understand was not healthy. I demonized people. However, he uh, Robbins soon began to wonder why certain rules were being kept long after they lost real-world utility. For ex- instance, deals struck in 2020 between the studios and powerful unions like SAG-AFTRA and the Directors Guild and ad- Actors Equity barred the unvaccinated not just from working, but auditioning. This maybe possibly made sense when the vaccines were thought to prevent transition. But now, now it has been proven they don't prevent infection. They don't prevent transmission. They just don't. And they lose efficacy after a a certain period of time. And we're not talking years. We're talking months. He soon began, blah, 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 but now I get it. I understand the fear. I was there, but we've restricted people from working for too long. Um, it talks about some of the things he talked about, uh, things he's done in his past life against railing against conservative establishment, and just, you know, you can look it up. He's got a long history of being vocal. And you know what? Fine. Um, Let's see. Is he talking? Though he's one. Da, 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 da. I hope these extensions are good. Okay. So this is just him talking about other stuff. Um, he mixed himself up. Robin's worries that in his new slew of sh- new shibboleths about everything from vaccines to regular regulation of cake decorators, music arrangers, and theater companies, society is revealing troubling changes in its ideas about what art and creativity are for. He sees hostility uh, to the idea of bringing people together, both in the physical sense as in opening doors to a theater, but also in the figurative sense of making sure art and entertainment are for everyone, but not just for people with correct opinions. Um, there's the thing. Nobody, there's no such thing as a correct opinion. There's just fact. There's fact and value. With bookstores, museum theaters, and even water coolers disappearing all over the country, America seems to have have it in for common spaces. Is that if people keeping from talking to one another is something someone's intentional political goal? Quote: I always feel like there's a there are forces within our society that just want art to die. That is actually that feeling. I think has validity though. The interview you're about to read isn't a red pilling story since Robbins isn't. A, won't ever be anyone's idea of a conservative. It is, however, a warning from someone with an extensive enough track record as a progressive activist that he at least have to have an, the earned a hearing if he now feels he has to say a few uncomfortable things. Mostly his warning about didactic mean, meanness he senses creeping into both politics and art. This he felt especially during COVID period when we drifted from mere health policies into a bizarre freak-style collective shaming reflex, stressing the moral unworthiness of people who, for whatever reason, there were many, refused official advice, me being one of them. Quote, I heard people saying, if you didn't take the vaccine and you get sick, you don't have a right to a hospital bed. 
It made me think about returning to a society where we care about each other. Your neighbor would be sick and you'd bring over some soup. Um, it didn't matter where the politics were. You were just their fucking neighbor, he says. And he shakes his head apparently. I think we've lost a lot of ourselves during this time. Uh, more below. Interview edited for length and clarity. So, as we, uh, okay, so he really does feel like just bringing people together. So what? Oh, the other problem I got politically, Tim Robbins. Okay, here's the, here's the one piece I want to actually touch on. Matt Taibbi, art and movies used to play that role, but are they being too discouraged in that function? Tim Robbins, yes. The whole purpose of theater, to bring people that don't agree in the same place where they can agree on their own shared humanity. That's the other problem. It got incredibly politicized here. It wasn't that way in London, where I felt that I wasn't the divide that there was here. I attended a couple of the marches that were happening in 2021, early 2021, which was when they were under their lockdown. There was a street presence of people who were coming out already against mandates and against passports. I went down and I talked to some of those people and I realized it's not a right-left thing here. These weren't a bunch of national front type people. These were old hippies and homeopaths. Uh, I tweeted about it and I got this hellish response. I realized that we haven't. We have been programmed in a different way in this country. And I think that if someone doesn't get the vaccine, they must be a Nazi. I'm trying to understand why we're in the situation we're in socially with each other. That's what concerns me the most. I believe that if the vaccine helps you, that's great. But I have a kind of hard line on freedom. You can't overregulate people's lives. I don't know what that makes me, what label that puts on me, but I am an absolutist on freedom. Okay. I've done a lot of work in organizing and protest movements and in build, building coalitions. Community building is always an uh, bu- community building is always about an organizer walking into a room and knowing that the people in this room do not agree on everything. But I, as an organizer, have to find the linchpin, find that common thread. And when I find that, I'm going to build the movement around that. Wow, it's almost like that's like building a workforce. While I've been sitting here over the past few years. Uh, has been the, uh, the opposite of that. What I've been seeing over the past few years has been opposite of that. I'm going into a room and saying, you don't have the right to speak because you don't agree with our way of thinking. Or it's, you're an idiot for thinking like this or that. Shut up, get your vaccination. You're not going to build any movement that way. All you'll do is alienate people. And whether it's organizing around social justice or criminal justice reform or creating more equity, all legitimate important things that need to be done, organizers know how to do it, don't create division. Organizers who know how to do it don't create division. They don't cancel people. Because once you've done that, you've lost those people forever. You're not getting them back. It's very good. Um, So, let's see. Throwing your doors open to the public means you throw them open to everybody. And once... And once, no one even thinks twice about that. It's a decent thing to do. Then during the pandemic, I heard people saying, if you didn't take the vaccine and you get sick, you know, the right to a hospital bed. And I just started thinking, what about all the junkies? That's the choice they've made, too. It's their own fucking vein. Are we kicking them out? No, you take care of them. Smokers, obese people who have diabetes. Tim Robbins, you saved their lives because they're a part of us. They may be troubled, and they may have to take these drugs for whatever emotional reasons they are. But what the hell, man? You got to take care of them. And like you say, it could be that you apply that to obesity. You could apply that to any physical malady that had anything to do with something you put in your body. Well, it's the choice you made. Maybe a bad choice, but don't worry about it. We got you. 
And then you have the choice as to whether you want to change your life or not. That, for me, is a functioning society. So he's just an absolute. He's just an absolutist. Tim Robbins is definitely set in his ways, but his his ways are he wants society to function, and not everybody's going to agree on everything because then you don't have a society. You have a cult, and that's when creativity and art breaks down. Apparently, after everything that he's got to, he, apparently he everything he's been through and everything he said and all the stupid shit that he's done. He apparently he saw what Sean Penn didn't. He sees it. He gets the point. He understands it. Most of all, he apologized. I'm sorry, I was wrong. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have demonized people like that. I and you know what? I'm I get it. And you know what? It's a long way to go. You don't just apologize and then all of a sudden uh, think in, uh, automatically differently. This shit takes time. It takes a lot of humility. It takes a lot of work, and it takes a lot of what does Jordan Peterson say? Burning the bad parts of you away like dead wood. Like when they go to the forest and they they burn out certain parts of the trees so the trees don't get sick or die or whatever. They burn like the inside of the trees. It's part of the process. Burning the bad parts of you away like dead part. Working out the kinks in your armor. Basically exposing your weakness to the exposing your weaknesses to the world so that they can be uh, worked on and turned into strengths. Something to that nature. There are ways around this. There are better ways to go about doing all of this. And one Hollywood actor who has spent most of his life being an activist actually gets the fucking point. But remember, these people, they make the movies. Art and, art and creativity make the world a better place. Comedy, movies, theater, improv. All this stuff drives the economy. All this stuff, gaming, video games, Steven Seagal movies, all of it. They all drive the world. They all help make the world a better place. They all make the world worth living. Food. Food is creative. All this stuff drives the world, makes the world a better place, makes life worth living. But if you all of a sudden skew all that in one direction to make your audience feel bad, like a white bummer movie. Imagine if every movie that fucking came out – imagine if every movie that came out was either a slavery movie or a Holocaust movie. Every single movie. Schindler's List Part 12. You know? 12 years a slave, or excuse me, 122 years a slave. Imagine if every movie was like that, and you just had to feel bad as a, uh, a person who didn't live through that time, never experienced it. It's like, what the fuck did I do? Why do I always have to feel like a piece of shit half the time? It's It's... Upsetting. I see it a lot. That information that constantly rides with me. The things that, that Joy Behar and Whoopi Goldberg say on The View. This, this stuff permeates. It stinks. It's like, imagine everything they say as like food. Imagine you open the fridge. You open the fridge. You see fresh butter. Fresh food from the, the, the night, the, the, something you made the night before. Some milk, blah, blah, blah. But, Something's starting to go bad, and you can't put your name on it. You can't you can't point your finger at it. 
So you close the fridge and then you don't smell it anymore. Then you wake up the next day. Now you're starting to smell it outside the fridge. There's something that stinks. It's stinking up the fridge. The fridge of fucking society is starting to stink. And we have to clean these up. We have to clean this shit up. There's too much stuff in the fridge. There's way, yeah, there's way too much shit in the fridge. There's way too much shit in the fridge that stinks. And it's making all the other foods and liquids taste worse. Because I can't walk anywhere without thinking about this stuff. I can't uh, uh, watch a YouTube clip without seeing all the YouTube clips underneath it about shit that stinks. Um, you can't read about the snowfall when all, everything else underneath it is about the FTX scandal and Twitter uh, fucking files and Jennifer Lawrence's dumb comments. There's, it's everything. It's like, oh, here's a puppy that was you know, saved from a flood. And now here's five other things that are going to make you feel like a piece of shit. And it's just like you don't want and you just don't want any part of it. You just don't want any part of it. You just want to at that point you don't want to expose yourself to the world which cuts you off to the world which has you set in your opinions which makes you more aggressive in your thought and then all of a sudden somebody comes along and says you have to do this health thingy that we say is healthy or you lose everything. And now, now you're fucking you're, you have this Ruby Ridge type of mentality. That shit gets people killed. When it turns out that the science is a lie, and it's not science, it's actually politics. That shit is actually what gets more people killed. The lockdowns killed more people than anything else. Poor health, poor diet, poor lifestyle choices due to people set in their ways. That's what got people killed. Authoritarianism has killed more people throughout history than anything else. Well, maybe the plague. Plague but definitely killed a lot of people. I like what he said. I like what Tim Robbins said. Maybe he should talk to a few other uh, Hollywood stars out there and be like, what the fuck are you thinking? But like I said, Tim Robbins is old. And Tim Robbins is an old guy who learned, who's constantly learned, who's constantly reading. Sean Penn, he's fucking old. He should be, but he should be able to, you know, you should be able to teach an old pen new tricks, but apparently that's not the case. Criminal. In his mind, I'm a criminal. In his mind, I'm less than. I shouldn't be allowed to leave my home. I shouldn't be allowed to walk my dog. I shouldn't be allowed to do anything. I should sit in here with a fucking white towel. I should be marked as a menace, as a plague to society. Jennifer Lawrence gets a pass. She's just dumb. I've met many dumb people like her. She'll learn. Hopefully. If she talks to the right people, she'll learn. Maybe she'll... If she talks to Sigourney Weaver and Linda Hamilton and, and they just say, Bitch, I was before you. There you go. That's it. Problem solved. She can learn. Okay? Sean Penn, I don't think we can. We can't save that idiot. Anyways, we're done here. Sorry, Jennifer. Had to kind of put you, I kind of had to make you the linchpin to kind of string this whole thing together. But uh, when it comes to stupidity, you ain't got nothing on fucking Sean Penn. The dude's a moron. 
Uh, you can find me on Instagram at positive underscore sarcasm. You can find me on a couple other networks too. Uh, Facebook.com slash POS sarcasm. Find the video version of this podcast on Rumble at positive sarcasm. Um, Substack, I'll get that fixed. Sorry. Questions, concerns, comments, email me directly. Positive sarcasm at outlook.com. Posing music for your bodybuilder, getting into the fitness stuff. Good luck to everybody um, at the uh, Olympia this weekend. Chris Bumstead, good luck to you. Uh, Brooke Walker, good luck to you in the physique division. Women's physique. That girl is jerked. Um, but anything PS related, go ahead. Find me anywhere you can. We're positive sarcasm.com. Um, and I guess that's it. I'm going to go take my dog for a walk. Anyways, thank you for listening, watching, and subscribing. And I'll talk to you all. Uh, am I going to be able to catch you next week? I don't know. That's a good question. What time? What, uh, what's the date? Am I going to do one more? I'll, maybe I'll do one more. I'll do like a quick Merry Christmas podcast, and then I'll get the fuck out of here. And then we'll close up shop for the rest of the year, which is going to be very long. Um, I'll get the Substack fixed because that really drove subscription up, and we'll go from there. Thank you for listening, watching, and subscribing, and I'll talk to you all next week. Recorded here from the Spare Parts Studio, this has been a Positive Sarcasm presentation.